Welcome to the White House Family Spoken and Fiction Books Podcast, Black History Month edition, episode 115. Today we're celebrating the life of John Marant from the book 100 Most Influential Black Christians in History, compiled and edited by the editors of BlackChristianNewsNetwork1.com, BCNN1.com. John Marant, preacher and missionary to Native Americans. John 10.9 says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. I reasoned within myself whether I should turn to my old courses of sin and vice, or serve and cleave to the Lord. After prayer to God, I was fully persuaded in my mind that if I turned to my old ways, I should perish eternally. Born in 1755, in a free black family in New York, John Marin's early life suggested nothing of the adventure his future would hold. His father died when he was four. He lived in several colonies with his mother and siblings for several years until he settled with an older sister's family in Charleston, South Carolina, in 1766. One evening on his way to a dance, a friend challenged him to go to a church where evangelist George Whitfield was preaching and blow his French horn to upset the meeting. As Marin prepared to blow the horn, Whitfield announced his text from Amos 4.12, Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Under conviction, Marin passed out. Over the next few days, Marin talked with a preacher and prayed until he found relief from his guilt. However, his sister's family did not agree with his faith. Marant returned to his mother's home, but found only animosity at his change of life. At 14, Marant left home to wander in the wilderness, where he was rescued by a Cherokee hunter who took him to the Cherokee village. Sentenced to death in the Cherokee village in spite of the hunter's pleas, Marant won his life through prayer and led several people to the Lord. Marant, one of America's earliest missionaries to the Indians, spent two years among the Cherokees, Creeks, Catawars, and Hossaws, but his preaching was best received by the Cherokees. His family did not recognize him in his Indian dress upon his return. They had assumed him dead, but he remained with them until the American Revolution. The British impressed him into the Navy, where he served for seven years. During that time, he backslid through though he saw God extend a merciful hand to him and protect him in horrifying battles. After being released from the Navy in the 1780s, he met evangelist George Whitfield again and renewed his walk with God. In 1785, he accepted ordination and published an autobiographical pamphlet, A Narrative of the Lord's Wonderful Dealings with John Marant, a Black, which was so popular that it was reprinted more than 17 times under different titles. However, not all of those printings were arranged by Marant, and he received little financial support from the publication. In 1785, also, he received a letter from his brother, who lived in Nova Scotia, urging him to come to Nova Scotia to preach. Marant started a church in the free black town of Birchtown, and ministered to the Indians in the area for four years. In 1789, while in Boston, Marant preached one of his few sermons 
that has been preserved on the equality of all men before God. His stay in Boston and his preaching on the dignity of all men infuriated some people, and Marin lived amidst death threats and mobs. He became chaplain of Prince Hall, Grand, Lodge Free, and accepted Masons, one of the first institutions in Massachusetts to call for the abolition of slavery. Due to this group's work, Boston abolished the slave trade in 1788. He died in 1791 at the age of only 36. Thank you for joining us for this episode of White House Family Nonfiction Books. You may purchase a copy of this book and any other Christian nonfiction books read on this podcast from Amazon.com. Now, dear listener, please know that God, the divine author of all things, wants to write a great story with your life as well. But first, you must give him the pen by trusting him with the life he gave you and surrendering your heart to Jesus Christ as Savior. Here is how. 1. Accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.20, But there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good, and sinneth not. Romans 3.23 reads, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 2. Accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. 3. Accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10.28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. The Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. 4. Accept the fact that you cannot do anything to save yourself. The Bible states in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are we saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 5. Accept the fact that God loves you more than you love yourself, and that he wants to save you from hell. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. With these facts in mind, please repent of your sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and pray and ask him to come into your heart and save you this very moment. The Bible states in the book of Romans 10.9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, please pray with me this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner, and that I have done some bad things in my life. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I now believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. If you believed in your heart, 
that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound Christian faith in Christ, go to gospelitesociety.com and read what to do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Thank you so much for listening and may God bless you. Until next time.